fourth episode of The Real Word. We're here with, I'm your host, Ricard Gina Well. I'm here with my co-host. Your boy, Santa Kamal. And we're here with a very special guest. Introduce yourself. I already know who this man is, boy, Caleb. You know what I mean? And we're just happy to be here today on this blessed Monday morning. Shout out to everybody that's been watching. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to Yeez from last week. Yeez Del Pesci episode, The Numbers. Shout out to you, buddy. And shout out to everybody that's been on the show. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting the show and supporting the movement. We love you guys as much as y'all love us. And we just like to continue on the movement and continue doing great things. Shout out to everybody that supported us last year in regards to all of our initiatives. Shout out to Jordan River, SDA. Shout out to the Franco Nation Youth Federation. Shout out to the Winter Circle Church. Shout out to Hebron SDA and the whole youth department. And everybody in, who's been supporting and been helping us out. Yes, basically I want to just thank everybody who came out this past Saturday. Um, I want to thank everybody for their support and their contribution. We're about to make things happen. I'm very much excited tremendously. And um, we're about to get this ball rolling. But my man, let the people know who you are and everything like that. Um, Alright, so um, I'm, like I said before, I'm Caleb. Um, I go to school. I'm a high school. Um, Freshman, I mean, I said high school, college, freshman. I what go school to you go to? OBMC, uh, yeah, and I'm currently studying for nursing, trying to be an RN in the future. That's what's up. Yeah, um, what else do you guys know about me? Um, um, I'm a future IBO, uh, basically independent business owner. Um, I'm in this mentorship program where I work with um, mentors who are very successful in their business. And what they do is they're going to take me by hand and teach me the steps to have my own business running so that in my late 20s or middle 20s, I could be financially free. So I'm really excited for that. Well, that's what's up. So what type of business are you trying to get into? Uh, let's see. So I'm going to do a little thing with fashion because we're partnered with um, a lot of big brands. Mm -hmm. So they like brands like Nike, Forever 21, North Face. So I'm going to do my business around that. And, you know, I'm the plug. Oh, really? Yeah, like that. So let them know. Let them know. You know, so y'all need me something. Hit me up. So, quick question: After you're done with school, what kind of business do you want to do? If I may ask, uh, I'm gonna still go um, after school. After school, basically, I'm gonna still um, continue with nursing. So that's gonna be my very first priority. Okay. And the business is gonna be my side business. But throughout all of this, when I do get hired into business, my main goal is to um, have my own, um, basically, in major cities, to have my own building where I help out homeless people to get back on their feet. That's my big, biggest goal. Besides, you know, of course, after helping out my parents, you know, clearing some debt for my parents, getting them from Haiti to get here, stay here with me, you know. But after that, after all those things, my big goal is that. That's what's up. Well, like I said, any way that we can help you, we really want to help you tremendously for what you're doing because it's very commendable and everything like that. Um, I don't know if you know, but um, next month, the real word, if you want to participate with us, we're going to be paying for homeless people. So if you want to participate with us, let us know and everything like that. We're trying to collect a good amount of money to go to the city and, and pay for homeless people so we can give them a good hot meal. Whatever they want is going to be on us and everything like that. I hear that. See, that's exactly what I'm trying to do too because my the thing is, once I get the building, once I get the building they're going to stay there. I'm okay. going to cover the month, cover the groceries. I mean, the rent, you can cover the groceries. And then after that, you know, they need some, some like education, get them a personal tutor. You know, fresh them up with a cut, you know, clothing, and try to get them back out there with um, jobs. You know, help them get jobs so they could get back on their feet. Wow. That's beautiful. So, this is the first topic we wanted to talk about. Um, it's a very interesting topic, but I think it needs to be talked about tremendously. There's been in the news a lot recently. A lot, a lot. It's also been on Facebook as well, too. And um, jokes been made about it. Um, we want to talk about sex dolls. <laughs> yes, sex dolls is the is the topic right now. We have a lot of brothers who want to purchase sex dolls. We have a lot of girls who want to purchase sex dolls as well. We're gonna talk about sex dolls. And they got the new sex dolls. They, they have them shaped like Instagram models, and they're saying that I guess it's eventually gonna take the place of like real women after a while. But I don't think so because even before they they've they've always been blow up dolls and people never really dealt with blow up dolls at least people that I know facts they don't they don't really deal with blow up dolls but it's but it's a lot of girls that do buy vibrators <laughs> I mean but see like the thing with these modern day dolls it's like 
mm. because of the technology. It's not like blow up those blow up those plastic. Like, I even show mercy. They even had like a video of how you make them, the new ones. But the old ones is plastic, and you know that's that's fake. But yeah. now this ones, they have ones where they actually have the girl, you know. Yeah, yeah, I know. What you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> like, and they actually have it shaped like they really like. The people that make it like actually use real women to measure everything, get the exact surface. Like this way, it's crazy. Yeah, but it's, it's I feel crazy. like it's still like you're dealing with a corpse almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. It's, it's almost like a corpse because it has no soul. Like, yeah, the body is there, but that's all that's there. But some people, they like that kind of stuff, you know? But funny, man. Why do you think that they like stuff like that? I'm just saying. For some, it's because I'm going to say it straight up. They have no game. You know, like. <laughs> I mean, they say it's always somebody out there for you, but for some they really have no game. And it's like I'm not saying that in a harsh way, but it's like that's a fact. Yeah, so they get what they can get. That's a fact. It's like that. I think I think some individuals are just sick. Like some people, like they they sick. Like mm. like I always said, like like the mental hospital is not big enough to fit all the people that's mentally. That's real. So like. For you to invest fifteen hundred, two thousand, three thousand into an artificial person just to like please your sexual desires, like you're mean to tell me that real women's not enough. Your hand is not enough. Like, <laughs> like, like you're going out of your way to make that type of investment. Like, you might as well buy some Bitcoin. <laughs> but you know, the thing is that the hand is the thing is that the hand is not enough. But my thing is that I don't understand like. Why would why do you think people are buying are into sex dolls? I have to ask that question. Um, I mean, I'm not into it, so that's not that's not, not my thing. I would say it's, it's, it's the false reality of which we live in right now. Wow! As in, like, right now everything is so sexualized. Like I said last week, everything is driven by money, violence, and and sex, basically. You know and drugs so we live in a world where everything is fast everything is fast everything is fast to the point where they make sex seem like it's whatever like i was reading this this article the other day and it said something about the catholic church they still have a ban on condoms and birth control because it feels like you almost cheating life when you use those things so now but because of condoms and birth control you can have sex freely now it's almost like what they say do as that will do whatever you want so now you could throw in a condom and and it's like okay, I'm doing whatever I want without without having to deal with the responsibility of getting someone pregnant. And now it's like you could have a, a, a thing that looks like a woman, that's shaped like a woman, that feels like a woman, and it's even less responsibility and less things you gotta deal with. But you get almost the same kind of pleasure. So that's the world that we live in now. But like, I feel like it's sick though. For like. Fifteen hundred thousand. I mean, one thousand five hundred for for a sex doll. How much is that? Fifteen hundred. Fifteen hundred for a sex doll. Fifteen hundred to three thousand. Especially what you want. Yeah, customize it. Yeah, that too. Also, like you could you could do the skin you want, like the the color you want. You could add like the how much brush you need. The bows, like yeah, the mouths, all that. I wouldn't purchase that. That's crazy. But my thing is that, but my thing is that it's not like a machine, right? For some, there's some, some of them, some of them are machines. Like, if you have enough money, yeah, they even <laughs> add like the noise in it too. That's a crazy part. That's crazy. Yeah, mm -hmm. I blame the Chinese, you know what I mean? <laughs> they, they, they make fake everything. <laughs> so, like, it's crazy. I bet you it hasn't made in China sticker somewhere on there. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. So, fifteen hundred to three thousand dollars for a sex doll. And some people are saying that it's cheaper than paying 21 years of child support or paying to take someone out and dealing with the headache and the nagging. Wow, that's what we came to now. Exactly. How do you feel about, um, I've been seeing this thing also to, to add too, they've been making like machines, like human machines. Why do you think they like start with noise? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen something. How do you I've feel seen. about that and everything like that? It's sickening, man. I blame movies for that, you know, like. People like they they getting a little bit too ahead of the technology. Instead of just learning more, they get too ahead. Like I even seen this company thing in China with someone. China said China. <laughs> I think it is. It's like they said that it's a machine mm -hmm. made for your afterlife. Yeah, check the comments, Anders. Yeah, I'm definitely checking the comments. First and foremost, I want to basically give a shout out to Evelyn Germain. Salute to you, my boy Ernst. I see you, my man Navaska from Oakwood University. My man Quinn Everett. Missouri, Quint, um from Oakland as well too. Shout out to you guys as well too. You guys could comment. What you guys feel about sex dolls? 
I Would you buy comments, one? I think the comments come quicker through the phone than on the computer. That's a fact. That's a fact. I want to see real quick what the, what the people are saying. Real quick. And we should be good to go. I want to know your comment. Would you guys buy a, per, a sex doll? Would you purchase a sex doll? If if they were to buy a sex doll, they wouldn't say it. Like, come on. That's not something you brag about. <laughs> now, you got you to gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be honest. Like, do you want a sex doll? I mean, do you feel it's worth it? To get with a woman or to get a guy, you you don't want to take the headache and stuff like that. You want to just hear your thoughts. You know what I'm saying, guys? Let us know. Like, you with it? You're not with it? What's up? Cause me, I wouldn't get a sex doll. And why wouldn't you get one? Well, the thing is, that it's not real. It doesn't feel like the real thing. There's something special about you know. Let's keep it real. You know, we're men. Something special about a woman's breasts. You know what I'm saying? A woman's kitty cat. It's a beautiful thing. Don't keep it real with you. Let's be honest. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you a question. What do you think would drive a person to purchase that thing? I think... I personally... I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Maybe they don't have game. Still like that. Maybe they don't have game. But but there's prostitutes for for guys that don't... That's a fact. They do, but there's... But things that people don't want to take risks, you know, herpes, HIV, none of that. I don't want to risk that. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So I I, I, I can understand why they would want to get sex dolls. But for me, personally, I wouldn't get a sex doll. I would just do it the common way. Give me a nice wife. And after that, once I get a nice wife, I could swipe. You feel me? Straight up. <laughs> but I don't see the purpose. I mean, nobody. I don't, I don't struggle in that area. You know, getting Some old. people are trying to save money. <laughs> <laughs> but me, personally, I wouldn't get. So I wouldn't get. Here, I got stores with you guys. Would you purchase one? Would you not purchase one? And just keep it. Real, this is the real word, you know what I'm saying? Because it is what it is. Now, I also want to say something too. How do you guys feel about that? I heard that there's also pedophiles they're getting sex dolls as well, too, right? Yeah, yeah they have um, oh, little kids um, shaped sex dolls for pedophiles. Wow. They've gone too far. They've gone too far. <laughs> I guess that's that's the 2018 way now. Oh, that, that, that's the wave, right? That's the wave. That's not the wave for over here. Go ahead, yeah. card. Sorry. <laughs> I just think, like all the things that's going on, these are the things that was prophesied in the Bible during the end times. Facts. Because you got to look at it. They're, they're pushing all these different agendas so it can make us, I guess, numb to, to like things that's of that fact. nature. You know? If, if you out here making fake humans that you can sleep with, and the next thing you know it's going to come clones. Mm. Or like these robots is like half these humanoid robots and they're trying mm. to make you used to it. It's almost like like I feel like TV and everything else has desensitized us to the point where we could see someone with their head blown open or someone getting beaten or someone getting killed on on the internet or on TV and there's nothing for us like where we like we'll see someone get getting stomped out and we laugh about it like oh look at that that's funny like I, I feel like that's the agenda that they're pushing like majority of these things like they're not natural mm. and like the human compassion and the human sense is, is, is so low at this point. Because I feel like morality is at, is at an all-time low. Because 50, 60 years ago, you couldn't bring this about. Like, people yeah. probably smack you like, hey, what's this? Like, you know? Mm. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like this. But now we're living in a time where, like, everything is fast. Everything is being done. Everything is being thrown in your face. Now they're trying to make it regular to be a sex offender. Since when was that yeah, cool? That. And they're trying to make it cool to be a pedophile. Since when was that cool? Like, since when? And they really have like families that support this too, and it's, it's crazy because it's like mm. how you. I, I don't even get to that. <laughs> I, I have to ask you a quick question. How do you guys feel about that situation in California with that family that was abusing their kids? That they would eat a meal. Did you hear guys hear about that? Yeah, I think they will make them bathe one time a year. One time a year. They, they would eat a once a day. How do you guys feel about that and everything like that? I feel like things like that has happened often like ever so often to the point where it's like i don't know like it's it's weird in a sense because like i'm gonna give you a perfect example wow like there's i used to watch these weird shows with my sister i think i think on america most wanted it used to be a guy he made a whole dungeon where he kept his family underground yeah. and he would have sex with his daughter and then and then she would have kids and then he would have sex with the kids and stuff like that so there's weirdo people like that, you know. There's weirdo people that do those type of things. They be living in the middle, in the middle of America with those big farms, or they live out west in some weird thing, and they do wow. weird stuff, you know. I think us, the only thing we can really do is just pray for them, because you know they're in their own world, like. And in their own world, they have people that's that following them, like. 
they see them do it and they just want to do it too. And it's weird. That's what's crazy. Um, I also wanted to basically say this too. Um, I don't know if you guys, with, with what's been going on with um, this Trump thing, um, you know that he's been going after Haitians now, um, even further, ever since they've been having the protest. He banned, um, what was it, low-skilled Haitian jobs? Like Haitians with low skills from coming into the America now? Wow. Uh, recently. That's crazy, that's crazy. And I, and I basically wanted to ask, what do you think the church needs to be doing? Because the thing is that, um, I was talking about Jessica about this, um, the church is being very silent. There's a lot of people right now who are Haitians, you know, because you know we're Haitians, but they're not, you know, citizens. They don't go to church. They're hiding to go to church. They're hiding to go um, to go out. Like they're hiding. Why? Because they got like they they're, they're scared of getting like they scared about ice. Like and also too, I saw the other day in um, in the Greyhound bus, they was asking people for their citizenship on Facebook and everything like that. Well, honestly, I think I think uh, it wasn't it wasn't it was bad, but I think it's time like. Cause back then churches they used to like not be scared to do nothing. Like if they need people, they need divorce heard, they'll go out there and start doing that. I think the thing is, seven they were just too comfortable. Mm. But in a sense, the the church leaders that they used to have back then, we don't have them now. That that's the thing. Everybody just got comfortable. Like, oh, they did. You have Ricardo Gino well. <laughs> not myself included. I'm just saying that we need more people to to be vocal. You know what I'm saying? We have a platform to do that. But the thing is, when you choose to be that person that's going to stand up and talk, you're going to deal with a lot of criticism. That's a fact. Deal with a lot of pushback, a lot of resentment, and sometimes not everybody's ready for change. It's a fact. And, and you know, if, if the first person to stand is the first person that's hated. And most of the time when you're the first person to stand, they don't really have love for you until you're dead. Yeah. Why do you think it's that? I have to ask that. And the thing is, like, nowadays everybody's going for the title. Everybody's chasing after a title. But once they get the title, they don't put the title in work. Wow. And I find that so weird. It's like... You're chasing. This is why I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna just. I don't. I don't agree with Tron. Do what he's doing, but he kept his word. Now he kept his word. He kept his word. You gotta respect that. He kept his. Word. He kept his word. And that's what. Yeah. And that's what my cousin was talking about. He was like. He was like. You don't agree with everything Trump is doing, but what he said he's gonna do, he's gonna do. Yeah. You know. So then that's the thing. Like everybody's chasing, chasing. Oh, let me be this, let me be that. Once you get the title, what you gonna do it? You just get comfortable. Oh, you you get the respect, you get the pay rate, like, and that's it. Oh, my man Jerry Michelle. Oh wow, my man said, explain that more about the titles. That's what he said. Explain more about the titles. Alright, for example, from Boston. Wow, somebody just responded. Alright, so let's see. Um, titles. Alright, say for example, um, okay, you're a doctor. Okay, right? you chase it for the doctor. Say you want to run a clinic. Yeah, you want to run a clinic. You chase that. You chase that. You get it. They get comfortable. Okay. You're not putting that to work. You're not getting great um workers, and then that's it. Because mm -hmm. you're happy with just the pay. Like nowadays, people are not doing what they need to do. They're just not doing what they need to be happy. Now they're just doing what they need to just pass by, mm -hmm. just survive. You know. And I understand that, but at the same time, it's like you gotta build a legacy, which is why I like what my mentor said. It's okay for you to go big, but What's the point of doing big if you're not leaving a legacy, if you're not leaving your name? Mm. So that's basically what I have to say with titles. Like, mm. I get the title, yes, but like, prove with it. Show why you're different. So that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, I basically, man, you're definitely a, a bright young man, man. You definitely have a lot of vision. You're definitely going places just by, you know, you articulating yourself pretty well. I, I want to ask you another quick question. My thing is that, what do you think the church should be doing in regards to, um, what can we do in regards to helping our fellow Haitians to not be afraid to be hiding? What resource can we pull that you, you know, that you would really recommend and everything like that? So be comfortable. Let's show that they're scared to go out. Let's go out. That's right. They, whatever they're scared to do, let's show that we're not scared to do. Mm. But I think the Haitians in 1804 has have more heart than the Haitians. That's a fact. They cowards. <laughs> they cowards. My man said, um, 
younger, my son, my younger brother explained the difference between the title and holding an office. Jerry just asked you that from Boston. This guy trying you, bro. He's trying. <laughs> yeah. I see you, uncle. Explain the type. They explain the difference between the title, title and holding an office. Holding an office. Yeah. Go ahead. Mm. I gotta think about that one. Yeah, don't think about that. So let me try to answer it. Um, I think nowadays a bunch of leaders are more like puppets versus to men of action. Wow. Where so like they're instilled into certain positions because they could be controlled by the people that's not in the position but that's around them. Wow. So they're just used as a figurehead, meaning that as as much credit as they take, they'll take all of the blame. In regards to the difference between a title holding office, anybody could hold an office. We could just sit at this desk and hold an office. But like if we don't put this office into action, then it's just a regular desk. You understand? With this desk, we could shoot a show. We could put stuff on it. We could use it to hold a laptop. We could hold it, use it to hold a phone, and we could use it as a prop. Or, or it could just be empty. Just like how the actual job, we, say for example, I'm a teacher, right? Mm -hmm. I hold the title of teacher, but, but no kid ever learns. Am I really a teacher? Yeah. I hold the title, but I'm not yeah. working, I'm not exercising that offense. It's just like, perfect example, it's church. This person told me one day that there's some people <laughs> at church that'll take positions just to take it, but they don't actually care about the church itself. Mm. As in like they'll, like, they'll do certain things, but they won't do it. Perfect example, the the youth department. You see all the initiatives that we did, not only inside of church, but outside of church. And we not only just do youth days once a month, we also do the lessons every morning. Then on top of that, we do initiatives outside. And then on top of that, we try to help people in different ways. Wow. But then everybody's working together to do something in general. But there's some the, the apartments in church that you don't know what they do, right? Yeah, <laughs> you like, what do they do? And you don't even know who's the leader of that department. You don't know who's in that department or what's going on with that department. But then they show up to committee and then they're the first person to say something. It's always the ones who, who contribute the less has something to say. That's a fact. My man also says too, puppets, who's holding those strings? We, those, that question, honestly, don't even know. There's so many people that's deep, I'm just, especially for office. There's people so deep that, that could, like I said, the president, government, none of them don't hold no power. They just have the title. I think, I think the power remains with the people if the people were brave enough to take the power. It's the same yeah. thing when, when, okay, when, when the colonies revolted against England, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, England had the power, but the colonies had the people. That's a fact. And because they did not, for what, what, what was their main argument? Taxation without representation. representation. Yes, sir. Yeah. And so when they were being taxed on, on, on tea because of a, because they were allowing a small island way from far to govern them and tell them what to do, they wasn't taking it. Just like us, we're taking orders from someone that's all the way someplace else that we barely even see every day. But look how much of us is in this room right now. That's more than the one person that's leading us. But then again, that's the person that we chose, as in the majority chose, to lead them. Well, to lead us, you could say. Yep. And we took it. That's right. As in, we didn't, we didn't protest, we didn't fight, we didn't argue, we didn't do anything. Exactly. Same thing when Bush cheated in Florida. They could have fought that, but they chose not to. Same thing when every other conspiracy or every other controversy or every other thing happened. We just took it sitting down. We didn't argue, we didn't fight, we didn't protest, we didn't do anything. We just sat down and we took it. We just sat down and we took it. And then that caused, that caused so much drama. But before when there was, before when there was things that was going on, we was willing to fight. Basic example, when they said blacks couldn't sit in front of the bus, black people stopped taking the bus. They stopped taking the bus. They they walked, they carpooled, they ran, they rode bikes, they did what they had to do. You ask one black person to protest for just one day in their life, like, nah, I ain't gonna do that, man. That's gonna cause me too much harm. You ask anybody else and stand up for something, they're like, nah, because if because before they stand up, they're looking to see who else yeah. is gonna stand up first. And then 
some people act like they stand up with you and they'll sit right back down and you stand up by yourself and then now you're a target. You, you know what's so crazy? Um, I think my uncle wants to call us. I don't know if we should put him on speaker. You want to do that? Yeah, call Okay, no problem. He just called me like twice. So I don't know what he wants to tell us, but I think he wants to say, all right, let me put him on speaker right now. Yo, uncle, uncle. Yo, you, you, you're online, bro. What, what, what you want to say, bro? Uncle. What, what you want to say, bro? Oh, come on, man. You're calling me three times. Uncle. What you got to say? Okay, so, 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 so what, what you want to ask the young man in the blue? He said, he said the young man in the blue, he liked him. He said he oh, I liked him. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Wow. So that's the first. We just got a shout out from Jerry Marshall over the phone. That's how you know it's real and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, you're intelligent and everything. My man called him all the way from California just to let you know that and everything like that. That's what's so that's the very, very another, I appreciate uh, it. Another comment, right? Another comment. Was it again? Traits that I consider to be a leader. Um, one who's led by God. You have to be led by God. That's number one. Um, number two, you must understand that while playing your role, that you can't do everything. You can motivate. You can inspire. But by allowing others to do their part, you can make something happen. Like for example, like you know, Martin Luther King was the face of the civil rights movement, but there was a lot of people. That was with him, like Rob, um, Ralph Abernathy, um, 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 Congressman Lewis, Jesse Jackson. Jackson. You need to have like a team behind you. You feel what I'm saying? So that's another thing too. Um, also, too, delegation is also key, and also um, staying consistent. Staying consistent. Those guys could have sat down, like you know what? Look, after the first time, you know they bombed the house. They did, they did threats. We're gonna fall back. We're gonna back off, but they stay consistent. And how did they stay consistent? I see them. How did they stay consistent? They made sure, regardless what happens, whether we die, whether we live, what we said we were gonna do, we was gonna do. And I think we need people out here needs to to to, to be willing to die for the cause. My are man, you, are you willing to die for the cause? Well, the thing is that it comes with it. It comes with it. No, I'm asking you. Am I? Yes, I am. Because it comes with the cause. The thing is that it comes with the cause. When you serve God, I mean, do I want to die now? No, I don't want to die now. But when you serve God, it's like this, right? Okay, it puts you on, right? It's like this. Like, when we was approached about being Haitian. Oh, but, but let me take a side note. My man said a good leader is approachable. That's a fact. Shout out all to the leaders that are humble. Shout out to all the leaders that are not bougie. Shout out to all the leaders that love people. Regardless where you're from, but it's like being Haitian like growing up People would attack you because you're Haitian so for me Yo, you gonna keep punching me punching me punching me because I'm Haitian I fall back like every other person fall back. So for me. I love God. I'm not gonna deny my faith I have my flaws, but you're not gonna be you're not gonna be you know disregarding or playing my God, you feel me? That's why I mean, I'm very vocal in, in, in what I believe. I'm very vocal, you know what I'm saying? So, if it comes to that, it will come to that. I'm going to be swinging. I'm going to be shooting back. It's going to be a fight. You feel me? I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm not going to be like, yo, kill me. Nah, I'm going to fight back. But I'm just letting you know, like, when you serve God, you have to be willing to die. For the cause. So you're saying that most leaders right now are salt. That's what you're saying. Now there's a lot of leaders that are salt. Listen, yo, yo, bro. There, there are leaders right now that can't even take a stand for what they believe in. There's leaders right now. It's, it's, it's about a wave. There's leaders right now. When the funk hits the fan, they know where to be found. 
But when you when you're making the, the uh, when you're making a, a goal, like let's say for example, like what we've been doing, like you know, people won't support what you're doing. But when they see what you're doing, all of a sudden they want to shake your hand and be like, yo, good job. I'm proud of you. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah, there's a lot of leaders out here. There's a few good leaders out here. And, and I'm willing to give shout outs. I want to shout out Daniel Edmond. I want to shout out Gasman. I want to shout out Jonathan Kwaku. I want to shout out Jessica Sanatis. And anybody you guys know that are leaders, that are, that are about it, you know what I'm saying? I want to sh shout out good, good leaders that when they say what they're going to do, they're going to do it. And that's what makes a good leader. What about you? Um, for me, it's like number one, of course, like you said, I'm being led by God. Um, yeah, you can't be in control of yourself. You That's a fact. Yeah, it's a lesson. Second thing about a leader is you need to know how to listen. Like, listen to your peers. Wow. Listen to the people you're leading. Because how you expect to be a good leader if what you're trying to leave behind or what you're trying to get through is not for everybody, or it's not what everybody's gonna like. And the third thing, of course, is um. Of course, you need to not talk for you to like, you know. For you have to listen. Now you have to project your voice, like you said. Yeah. So you can't, you can't just listen, 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 and what happened? You just sitting there. Wow. Just taking it in, dude. That's why you have to you have to talk. So now you get your voice out. You know what you're listening to. I have a question to ask you after this, but I'm gonna let Ricardo this part after you're done. And then um, back to what you were saying, though. Um, with um, the same thing with the Asians, the Africans, you know, they was like Africans, oh, African booties, you know, African this, African that. And I look at them, everybody's like, yo, I need an African queen, like, Black Panthers come now, y'all gotta see that. It's like, well, I gotta say, because of the things we fought, we exactly, fought, you have to exactly. fight for what you believe in. I mean, you, so, you, you're, not, you're, not, you're not looking for trouble, you see what I'm saying? But if, if you're being attacked for who, this is who you are, you're Haitian, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta defend. Who you are, because if you're not gonna do it, like it's the same thing like going to jail. Like you're not a fighter, <laughs> you feel me? But the thing is that if if you don't fight, you're gonna be punked out by everybody. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I'm not looking for it. I don't want to die, but because this is who I am, I am gonna, you know, I'm gonna I'm, I'm shoot somebody before they kill me. I'm just keeping it real with you. You know what I'm saying? And lastly, the last thing. Interesting. The last thing I gotta say though about the leader is, of course, I'm. Yes. Let by God, listen, speak out, and for you to also have your own voice. That's a fact. You know, because you can't just also keep listening. You need to be like, that's true what you said, but that's not gonna work out. That's a fact. You, know, you need to let them know. You have to be 100%. So that's a fact. Having your own input is being 100%, letting them know that, okay, you have, you have the power. But at the same time, if something goes wrong, they're not going to come to you guys. They're going to come to me. So I have to make sure you know. Like, That's a fact. Ricard, what you think, baby? I think in regards to everything that the both of you said is true, um, that's one of the things that I deal with often. Like, I always try to explain to the youth department, like, a lot of the complaints from the church, like, I got to hear it in committee. When I bring it to, like, the youth, they're like, oh, I don't want to hear this. I'm like, okay, but I have to hear it. And I have to hear it for, like, 30 minutes to an hour sometimes. Like, I think be long. Um, what I learned is, as a leader, because you're a leader, you're, you're going to have to be the first one out. It's like, nowadays, these leaders, they play chess. They don't play, they don't play Viking warfare. And Viking warfare basically is the king would go out first. Like, he would lead the charge. Nowadays, people play chess where the king hides and all everybody runs out front. And then after everything is done, the, the king hops out and takes credit for everything. That's how it seems like. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. Let's take that in. So, like, with me, like I always say, even before I was a leader, I, I was a leader because people would follow me. Even when I wasn't doing the, the right thing, you understand? I'll be like, yo, I want to go drink. I'll be like, all right, I'm going to drink too because you're drinking. Oh, I want to go smoke. <laughs> I'm going to go smoke because you're smoking too. My man, my uncle said those, those people who are not leaving, those kings are clowns. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it was basically because they, people saw me and they and they used to like, to like imitate me or emulate me based on like, yeah. it was like, oh, this guy, okay, like, oh, he works out. So he has a nice body. Back then when I worked out before, you know. <laughs> I got the married gut. And then, like, you know, like, I used to dress fly. Like, like this guy gets fly. I want to get fly, too, you know? Like, people, 
people like vanity, like simple things, and they'll follow you based on vanity, just like how we follow celebrities now. A celebrity has a nice car, they got jewels, oh, this person getting money, they getting girls, let's follow them, let's see what they're doing. But I wasn't following, that they were following me and I was leading them, but I wasn't leading them to no place constructive. Mm. If anything, I was just leading them more closer to the end or, to, or towards the negative. That's true. But I always had good qualities of leadership as in like, uh, every everything every time something was wrong or I questioned something I'll question openly. Mm. Like if someone wants to tell me something I don't accept it automatically. I do my own. That's a fact. <laughs> even sometimes when even with me that's real. That's even, real. Even when sometimes things are controversial and most people are like I'm gonna stay out of this one. I'm gonna stay out of this one. I'm like nah. Let's see what's going on. Let's that's a fact. I'm on that time. But sometimes as a leader you're gonna have to deal with negative criticism. You're gonna have to. Everyone that you're gonna work with, everyone's not gonna like you at all. It's like it's like a boss at a job. You mm. you have twenty employees, at least five or six don't like you. That's and those right. Five or six that don't like you, they're talking stuff about you all the time Facts. to the rest of the people. Mm. And like like the people and the people who they talking to could either be like, ah yeah, you're right. I don't like you. They though they're like, nah. Let me fill this person out for myself. That's, and that's up to that person. But as leader, you're gonna you're the one that's creating the path that everyone is going to follow. So you're going to be the first one to go out there. You're going to be the first one to deal with criticism. You're going to be the first one to deal with hate. You're, you're, imagine you walking through a jungle for the first time. There's going to be snakes. There's going to be broken bread. There's going to be trees. There's going to be twigs. There's yes. going to be insects. There's going to be spiders. You're going to have to clear all that away so that the next person that comes after you, they'll be like, oh, this is a nice path. This is much easier. Yeah, it's much easier because I had to deal with all that before wow. you came. So now the blueprint is there, and now it's a road less travel. As a leader, you're going to have to go to the road less travel in order for you to create the path. It's, it's easy to follow the path, but to create a path, that's even harder. Wow. Caleb says something very important about legacy. I will tell you about this. I said, as I will say, history is watching us. This show that we're doing right now, it's going to be a moment in time. After we've done this show, it's going to be saved. It's, gonna, it's live right now. So whoever's watching it is touching their lives. That small second in their life is going to be touched. Even if it's one thing that we talk about that touched them, they take hold that one thing for the rest of their life, whether it's negative or positive. Like, leaving a legacy is very important. That's why every time when I preach, I talk, I always try to put up a picture. I always try to put up a rememberable quote or try to put out a video because now, those videos and those pictures are going to outlast me. They're going to outlast me. The, the different things that I did, they're going to outlast me. Like one time somebody told me how my brother's going to be better than me. I said, my, my brother's supposed to be better than me. My son's supposed to be better than me. My daughter's supposed to be better than me. Because if they're not, then I failed at my job. Because I'm only here to, to show them the right from wrong. That, that's why I say that a smart man learned from his mistakes, but a wise man learned from the mistakes of others. I learned from the mistakes of my father. My brother learned from the mistakes of me. My son will learn from the mistakes that, that I've committed, and they will become better. Like, yo, don't do that because I did that. I'm going to save you some time. Like Jay-Z said, it took 28 years to find my past. My only job is to cut yours in half. If, if I could better the mm. kids that come after me, why not? Got a brother thinking. If I got to sacrifice my life to do it, then fine. Just like... Martin Luther King, he left a legacy, bro. A big look, legacy. Look how much blocks is named Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King Highway, Martin Luther King High School, Martin Luther King Drive, Martin Luther King Street, Martin Luther King Avenue, Martin Luther King Day, Martin Luther King Way, Martin Luther King everything. He left a legacy, but he died in that process. Us, we don't have to reach that point where we died in order to live that legacy because we're living legends right now. It's like what I always say, a lot of people have... Big egos but low self-esteem. As in they feel like they're big, but when it's time to stand on that big stage and do it, they're scared to do it. Not even being a camera. And that's why we don't have a lot of leaders, because even the leaders are following people. Yeah. That's crazy. That's real. That's real, man. I got my head down thinking. Well, that's real. I want to ask you another cool question. Um D Donald Trump, is he a leader? I have to ask that because there's a lot of people. Who still support? I would him. say yes. Okay. I would say yes. Okay. Why the sense that he does a lot of stupid stuff? He says a lot of stupid stuff, and he just doesn't care. And there's people that's following him. There's people that supporting him. As in, like he's an unorthodox president. As in, like, like yeah, George Bush was kind of dumb and kind of slow, and he did silly stuff. But there's never been a president quite like Donald Bush. I mean, Donald Trump. Trump. <laughs> said Donald J. Trump. Yeah. As in, like, even before he was president, he did whatever he did. He don't like you, you're fired. He want to touch a girl, he touches her. He want to 
do whatever, he does it. And no one really stops him. And there's still people that follow him because even before he was president, people who know him know him, they know what he did. Like them other rich people that that chill with him, that be around him, they know what he did. And people still followed him to the point where he had all these middle people, all these pickup truck drivers, all these Confederate flag flyers, they all followed him. And he went into all the little small towns and Hillary thought she had it, like, I got it, ha ha ha. And then when he won, he was like, oh, I won? He wasn't even expecting it. But, so, but he built such a big following that like, it worked to his benefit. Mm. So, like I said before, whether people follow you for something good or bad, there'll be people that's following you. So, what y'all think? What, what do you I, think, Colin? I think he, he is a leader because, like, he, he's a hundred. <laughs> Facts. He's a hundred, which is why people, um, people that follow him, they, they, like, some people said that it's better they have Trump than Hillary because Hillary, she's lying, she's trying to hide everything she's doing. Wow. Meanwhile, Trump is like. Psh, Everything's on the table. I see you, Vlad. Salute to you, my what guy. You do you know? Like I see you on the table. What you gonna do? You know. So he's a hundred, and honestly, I would rather that than somebody that's trying to hide something. Because if it's all on the table, <laughs> you just gotta know how to move. You just gotta know how to maneuver. So and he doesn't care. He really doesn't. And the thing is that, like, a lot of things, a lot of things that that he says, a lot of a lot of people feel it. And the thing is that, like, I feel like now because he's a leader. People feel more comfortable. I see you, Vlad. I'm going to get to your comment. People feel more comfortable to say it because he said it. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? He's the president of the United States. He has the power. He made to it cool to be racist again. Yeah, he did. Exactly. I'll say it. He Fact. made it cool to be, sorry. He made it cool to be racist again. And I think that's why, because he's the man in charge, quote unquote, in Fact. the U.S. And he's doing it on camera for everybody to see. Everybody who was closet racist are coming out like, yeah, my president's racist exactly. and me too. Just like how we was like, my president is black, <laughs> and we was proud of it. They say my president is white, and he's racist, and and we don't care. Exactly. In in their mind, it's straight up like, if he could say it, I could say it. If you're not gonna stop him, why should you stop me? You know. So it's just like that. Facts. That's true. But one thing I respect about him is, and this is why I I I respect him and I admire Bernie, because Bernie says how he feels and that's what's up and everything like that. I just feel like as leaders. We need to say what it is. You know, this generation not, right now is not about being politically correct. It's saying what it, what it is, keeping it a buck hundred, uh, a buck fifty. Like, like even with the deal, like you know, the government shutdown and everything yeah. like that. My man said he wants a wall. He wants a wall. That's what the people want. You know what I'm saying? It is, it is what it is, and everything like that. I, I want to ask another quick question. How do you let's get to Vlad comment? Real quick. Oh, my man just said good looks for the shout out. Okay. Good for the shout out. Shout my, man, my, yeah, my, yeah, my man said that's a fact. Though he made racism look like it's supposed to be okay. That's a fact. Yo, shout out to Vlad. Yo, Vlad, we want to know when you're going to come to the show too because you always got something positive to say, man. My man be saying some things on, on, the, on the book. So shout out to my man 100% and everything like that. I wanted to ask you this the quick question. How you guys feel about um, the situation about Sandra Bland's killer getting off? The cop. Are you surprised about it? I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm not okay. surprised it's, it's, it's been happening. It's regular. It's like, and them, they're like, they're, they, it's like, why are they going to condemn a cop? Mm-hmm. To them, to, that's why they feel like, because if they condemn a cop, they, they feel like they're losing. Exactly. They got to condemn all of them. And it's a long process because it's a lot of corrupt cops. And once they do that, people's going to be, they're going to start disrespecting the cops. Wow. They're going to be like, oh, they losing power. Oh, yeah. A cop is going to jail, and they know what they're doing too. Well, because if a cop's going to jail, people in jail know what's going on outside. Wow. So you put a cop in jail, he's not lasting a week. Unless they put him in PC, take <laughs> <of> custody. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying, you know? But with, I wasn't surprised. It's like, it's a regular now, so. Yeah, I heard about the cop who was telling his deputies and they caught on camera, oh, if you go into a black person's house, kill the black guy. If the if the mom look good, let's have sex with the mom. Oh, if it's a white guy and he looks cute, bring him to me. But if it's a black kid, kill him. What? Yeah. It's real out here in these streets, man. Yeah. It's, it's even add to um, Senator uh, Kamala Harris and Senator Cory Booker was saying this that um, ninety five percent of the terrorist attacks that goes across America 
is not um, Al-Qaeda or it's not ISIS. It's really white supremacists. And it was going off on the secretary because she didn't recognize that. It's really real out here. People are being killed. Innocent lives are being killed. People are being lynched. Um, like just the other day, like I said, you know, like four months ago, you saw a noose in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Yeah, bro. It's real out here in these streets. Yo, bro, there was one in Fort Green Park, too. Yeah, bro. They, 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 Crown Heights, Brooklyn, they, oh, oh, Bed Star, too. And also, too, um, I see a comment I'm about to highlight you real quick, um, Joseph. Um, and also, um, they, they've been um, sending um, swastikas, letters to Jews, bro. It's real out here, bro. Oh, my man says, um, talk, that talk, brother, system never penalized the cops. That's L. Joseph. That's a fact. Why, why, why do you guys think that they don't penalize the cops? Except for the situation where they killed um, Walter Scott because he was on camera. Like I said, the cops wasn't put in place to stop violence. They were put in place to come clean it up after it happened. Perfect example. Wow. In, in our neighborhoods, when you call a cop, Look how long it takes them to come. Why? Because they're waiting for you to kill each other and get off, and they just come and clean it up. And they'll act like they're leading an investigation. They act like they're doing something, but they don't really do nothing. Nine times out of ten, is a snitch that tells, that comes into the station, like, yeah, it was this guy. He lives this place. Oh, my Go God. get him. But other than that, cops are not there to stop the violence. They're only there to control it and clean it up. And that's all. If you start locking up cops, then they lose that power, as in they lose that respect. They have, it's almost like they have a license to kill once they get that badge and that gun because literally they're one of the few people that can carry a gun out in the open, well, even in New York State or any. I didn't look at it like I didn't look at I didn't look at it as that. Think about it. If you have a gun right there on your hip and you're the only one with a gun, why are you even using a gun? Because nine times out of ten, when the cops pull up on you, it's like four, five, six police cars, and each one has at least two cops in there. So for them to kill you, that's overly excessive force. Because I remember the last time I got locked up, it was like 10 cop cars. And I didn't do nothing violent. You understand what I'm saying? And they all came. So, and on top of that, cops do things to make you mad. They say they, things they, about you. They say things about they your mother. You they say things about everybody. Like, oh, yeah, we got another one. Okay, what were you doing? Okay, blah, blah, blah. And they try to play you. And they try to get you to be mad. And, and the DA is working with them because the DA's job is to get convictions. So the whole system is is lined up for you. The judge, Nipsey said this. He said, the the judge bangs his gavel with a racist passion. He's been working at that job for for forty years, and he hates your blackness. Imagine working as a judge for like nine, ten hours a day, and you see the same colored person every this every time, hour after hour after hour after. You're like, damn, another one. Guilty. I don't want to hear this. I'm tired of this. Yo, my man Al Joseph says, I live bad on the police because they have their, their set up to initially protect us. So if they go down for these crimes, the justice system will lose a lot of privileges. Exactly. That's what I was about to say too. It's wow. Like, it makes them, they have power and they set up to protect us. So if you lock them up, you put them away, it's making them look weak. Another thing I was going to say is like, nowadays the cops really don't, let me say this correctly. Nowadays the cops because in everything you do, there's a goal. For example, at the job I work right now, every day there's a certain amount you're supposed to sell. There's a certain amount of cards you're supposed to give to the people. To the cops, they have a certain amount of goals too. How much people are they supposed to arrest? How much tickets they're supposed to give? Wow. So it's like, nowadays, the more of those goals you reach, the more money you get. And like, it goes back to what I was saying. They're trying to just reach that goal so they can live by day to day so they can survive so they really don't care how you do oh how you doing nice call Ooh, while he's talking to you the other cops in the back your lights is out oh they planting something exactly. oops bring him up and then goes back to the judge oh another black guy put him away Straight like that. And when we say that, they say that we crazy. But now exactly. there's cameras everywhere. You catch them on camera, but they killing people on camera. On camera. And, and then they still now not they guilty. Those those little things, the badges, is there for sure. My, my man said not true, young brother. Explain, Jerry. You gotta call Jerry. You gotta explain. He said not true, young brother. How is he not true? Call 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 us. Let us know what's up. Like how is it not true? Explain. 
You hear me? Yeah, continue, my brother. Yeah, that's that's basically. Yes, that's a fact. What's what's not true? Tell me, tell me what's not true. What he said. I'm gonna give you a perfect example, right? Go ahead. Nine nine times out of ten, when you go to a book and you and you can't afford a lawyer, you you get a public defendant. The the first thing the public defendant is gonna say is plead guilty. We try to get you probation or parole. That's it. They're not gonna try to fight your case for you. Facts. Because they're not making money off of that. They get paid off of convictions. Most of the time, a public defendant. Is someone who's trying to get their numbers up or trying to get their name up so that they can go into private practice and start making money. But the public defendant don't really make much. So, like, they're getting paid based on convictions. They're not getting paid to defend you. They don't get paid to defend you. That's why you said that if you can't afford a lawyer, a lawyer will be provided to you. But the first thing they're going to say is just plead guilty, we give you probation. It's, it's nothing. Okay, that's it. make it seem to you like that's something. it. That's it. All right. Let's see what he so, says. so, so. Uncle, explain yourself. Okay. When the young brother said... This is lit. How many brother said? When the young brother said cops get paid extra for that, nah, cops are out here because cops are out here committing, you know, that, that's, the new, that's the Jim Crow era. They don't care about you. You're, all right, I want you to experiment this. Go to Chinatown and see if you're seeing black cops there. Now, there isn't. There, 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 there isn't. There, there, is, there is no black cops there, bro. They, they put white cops in black neighborhoods. So what does that tell you? That tell you, I'm putting the... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, talk. Okay, because now, now, here you go. You take a young white chick and put a uniform on put him in a black neighborhood, he never seen black people before. He feels threatened of what you, what meaning is joining about black people. Of course he gotta kill you. He feels threatened. So why are you taking that job then? You know why he's taking that job? Because he wants to feel superior over you. Of how you feel about yourself. So, so it goes back to racism then. Exactly, but then, but then you, we killing ourselves, but you got the white overseer still over us, and that's fueling that violence in a sense. We only kill each other because of, because we lack knowledge of self and because we're living in poverty. Black people don't own any gun manufacturing company, so where are we getting these guns from? We don't own any chemistry labs to create drugs, so where are we getting these drugs from? Uncle, you heard? I think he's finished. <laughs> no, it's oh, a it's delay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Um, I heard, now, where are we getting these guns from? If we know we don't own them, why are we bring them to our hood? Because we feel like we got to defend ourselves. We got to defend ourselves. Anything, anything else, uncle? No, nothing else, man. I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good. So, 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 listen, so, listen, Uncle, you, 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 you gotta come to the show, man. Okay, definitely, man. You know I'm in Cali, so two different time zones, so I gotta make my way over there. Nah, definitely, 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 man. Appreciate your thoughts. Anything you wanna say to the people, okay. man? Love you to pieces, man. I love my young brother. That's why I'm challenging. The young brother in the middle is sweating. Why you sweating, man? Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say about that. You gotta say about that. You gotta get like that, yo. Talk that mic, boy. Y'all got hoodies. I'm kind of cold. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sweating. I'm, I'm cold. Like. <laughs> so you got to turn on the heat, then. Right? Like. All right, Uncle. I say no more. Say no more. So listen, man. I, I think this is going to be a half. Anybody want to call in, you could call in. Hey, y'all thoughts, but that's definitely something else. That's, that's really, really... Interesting and everything. This is something you else. You gotta call Sanders phone because we using my. Phone. Now that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Three four seven three nine three five seven two eight. Three four seven three nine three five seven two eight. Wow, that's. We gonna do that going forward. Put the number in it so people can. Yeah, call facts, facts. Because, 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 explain. That's real. That's real. Very, very interesting. Um, make it real loud. But that's real. That that's real. My man said that you know. So basically, it's it's all designed to kill us as a people. That's why they call it the system, man. It's all been designed by somebody in power. We don't even know. It's like what I told you last week. That whole flag, the red stands for the sex, the white stands for the drugs, yes. the blue stands for the violence. 
it's just it's just the cycle. Wow. You keep going around and around and around and around and around and around. Wow. Right now for sex they're they're pushing they're pushing sex dolls for for the sex part for the for the drug parts. It's an opium epidemic where everybody's popping pills and they're legalizing weeds. And they're legalizing weeds. And mind you, what's crazy? The thing is that they lock the people for weed. People crazy. of our color. Our color. Yo, I'm brown done. and black people, because that's where we come from, brown, brown and black countries. And in regards to the violence, like, there's, nobody talks about the slavery and, and Libya, right? Yep. No, nobody talks about and, that. And, and nobody talks about really basically the, the sex trafficking that's really going on right now. But you know why there's so much violence in Libya? Hmm, let's take it back. Who was the dictator in Libya? Gaddafi. Gaddafi. Who killed Gaddafi? Um, Obama and Clinton. <laughs> and what happened after they killed Gaddafi? Um, the, the rebels took over. Facts. ISIS, the same people that America created. Mm. ISIS was created by America. Facts. Just the CIA. Facts. <laughs> but who took all of Libya's money after they killed Gaddafi and his son? America. <laughs> That's real. The facts are the facts. And now we're back in slavery. People of our color. But which black pastors are standing up to fight this? Mm. Zero. Right? Zero, yeah. They don't talk about it in my church. That's um, a fact. Um, my man said, my, my man said, I, I served, my, my uncle said he served time for weed. Now it's legal. Think about that. That's a fact. Exactly. My man said, my man David said, I go in. Of course we're going to go in. Yo, David, when you going to come through, bro? When you going to come through, bro? You be frying on us, bro. It's like the war on drugs. Really Give us a call, bro. 347-393-5728, bro. Yo, bro, stop fronting, bro. I be seeing what you post, bro. Just like the war on drugs is really war on blacks. Because it was blacks who was doing cocaine and heroin. Because when cocaine was a white drug, it was cool until it became crack. Actually, why do you think that they're not going hard on the opiate crisis like they did for the for the uh, for the for the weed and, and for, for the crack thing? Because most of the opium drugs they're getting it from through doctors and pharmacists. It's doctors and pharmacists that's giving them. I, I heard this out the mouth of so many people. Wow. They used to say, "I have good insurance because I have a great job. Since I have great insurance and I'm cool with my doctor, I just go to my doctor and tell him I have a headache. I'm feeling a little depressed. He gives me all these drugs." I don't take all these drugs. Every week I get another refill. Every what? month I get another refill. I have so much drugs. What can I do with it? Wow. Let me sell it to the kids. Vicodin, take this. Mm. <laughs> you know, Percocets, <laughs> take this. Wow. Let's put it in racks. Some black people do it. Percocet. Molly oh, Percocet. Percocet. Uh. You're like, yeah, Molly Percocet. Not thinking that that's subliminal messaging. They messing with your brain. They playing that over and over and over and over and over. How much time does that song get played on the radio? At least 200 times a day when it was hot. So you're like, Molly Percocet. Molly Percocet. Let me, go, let me go try a Molly. Yeah. Facts. And now you popping the Molly, sweating, having a heart attack. And you're like, what's going on? And you don't even know what the hell is going on to you. Like, why are you popping perks for, man? You a young black man. Why are you popping perks? Why are you doing Molly? Molly's just crack, but... In a pill form. Oh my God. And and yeah, I was about Yo, to bring that I, up too. Wow. And it's like now they're starting to see that it's bad because they're seeing very young people dying for it, especially lean. Like I was about to say, the Fredo Santana, he died mad young from drinking lean. Oh oh oh, oh um the the the, the, the rapper Fredo Santana. Yeah, yeah the the drill guy. Because it kills your little lover. Because because you're a lover. Pumps out all the poison in your body, but if you drinking it over and over and over and over and over, it's it's promethazine and codeine. Wow! So it kills your liver because your liver is not quick enough to clean all that out in time. So it just shrivels up and it gets poisoned in you. And, and what's crazy about it is that so no 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 he was drinking lean. That's what killed him. Yeah, what was lean? Is it was that? That's what's lean. Lean is promethazine yeah. and codeine. It's so like the purple drink. That's why they call it. Oh, for when you have a cold. It's like medicated yeah, cold, syrup. Medical, cold syrup. And People drink that to get high. Yeah, that's why they mix it in with Sprite. You know, that's why they call dirty Sprite. That's why they mix it. With it makes Sprite. you feel. Mix it, yeah. it makes you feel drunk, but without drinking alcohol. Yeah. So, so it makes you feel tired and woozy, and it's like drink. It's like drinking beer without the beer taste. Now I'm good. So it's like that almost. And the people I used to know when when I used to be in that life. They knew people that worked in a medical office and they were still prescriptions. That's why now they do prescriptions over the internet. The doctors don't got the prescription pads no more. People used to steal the prescription pads and and get 
prescriptions that way. That's why I do it over the internet now. And That's what's, crazy. Well, like I was about to say, what's worse is that the rappers, most of the rappers and the, the people that um, promote the promote drugs it, don't do they, it. They use it. Like, I remember I was watching this interview with, um, with um, we have Future. Mm -hmm. I was watching with Future, and then he was like, the, the, the guy was like, Future, how many times you did me? He was like, <laughs> Yo, my man, so sorry, my man said, David said, um, he wants to be in the show next week. He David, also. David be fine. Yo, David, stop fine, King. That's why I pull up since we've been always at Big John's. Facts, facts, facts. And my man Uncle said, um, who keeps who, who, who keep telling us to call each other niggas? No, we all can't say that for you. Um, my man said, um, um, Vladimir says, um, promethazine, pro codeine, hydro, hydro, what? Hydrocodeine and Perkins has all the same drug family, just different names. Okay, and I don't know, I don't do those things. You know what I mean? Opium. One's, one's a pill form and one's a liquid form. Wow. That's crazy. Because, 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 but yeah, like um, I was saying, like, um, sorry, like I was saying, um, people comment. Yeah, the people that um that do it, they don't really do it. Like, no. future, like, they ask him how many times he drinks me. He's like, man, if I'm doing a video, if I'm feeling very lazy, like, I'm tired from too much performance, that's when he takes it. Sometimes, there's some of them said, I'm just saying it just for the lyrics. You know, so some of them don't really do it. Wow. Because most of those pills you gotta be it gotta be prescripted by a doctor, and a lot of these America's kids, drug infested man. Exactly, and a lot of these these young kids they're stealing this out of the melting closets of their parents because a lot of their parents is depressed and you know, on antidepressant drugs and and got back problems and all this other stuff and they got good insurance and that's what it's getting and then it's gonna get into the hood. The only reason why it's epidemic now is because you know certain group of people are dying from it and, and, and what certain people is dying from it you know you got, um, i don't know you put me you tell the people there's a lot a lot of like old like the people that it was way way back then i forgot their names the white was, folk yeah um it was very like popular during the black area during the black rap like Lil Wayne. then after but it was way before Lil Wayne though it was a group of people that used to use it that used to make it Actually, well, like yeah. the UGK, like yeah. the down south people, yeah, and then it let that back to the black people. But Pimsy died from it too, yeah. That's what people, that's what I was gonna get to. My man Davis said, I tried lean once, made a nice song, but I never did it again. Okay, D, I believe you, bro. I tried lean before, I, it's not all that, it just makes you tired, like. I'm gonna say this on camera, facts. These dudes try to get me lined up on lean because they thought. That they could give me lean and get me drunk so they could rob me, but all all of them end up getting done off for that lean. Wow. Yeah, this is why we call it the real word. You understand? We keep it real up here. Funky. Straight girls, up. Girls be very careful when drinking that lean, you know? Yeah, you guys don't take advantage of Word? Put that bounty in her cup and she ain't even know it. Oh my like, god. That's why they always say make sure that don't ever leave an open container. Right after in a party or anything like that. Wow. Um, this is interesting. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. I wanted to say this lastly too. I wanted to ask this. Um, how you feel about immigration policy? Gotta talk about that. I think that's very, very important. Do you think that our churches need to start doing that? <sighs> they used to sponsor people for a green card back in the days. Churches used to sponsor people. But now they don't really, they're, they're, they're not really on that wave anymore. I feel like back in the days, the churches would be someplace where people in need could go and get resources. Wow. But since so much people are, are not contributing to the church the way they used to because they lost faith in the church because of the people that I guess you could say that's running the church. <laughs> they got comfortable, you know? Yeah. That's a fact. That's the only word I use now. That's a fact. I feel like church, they just got comfortable. If, not, if it's not their own blood, it's not their cousins, cousin, like... You know they're not gonna do nothing. It's like, oh my gosh, that's your yikes. It's not my family. That's a fact. Yeah. That that's that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Look, watch this. Remember, there's the FBI, the faith-based initiative, where it's like the government is paying churches to stay out of certain things. Oh. And whenever there's beef, they get a certain pastor. You know, the Reverend Jesse Jackson, the Reverend Al Sharpton, Reverend T. D. Jakes to calm down the black people because. Most black people respect God, yeah, yeah. so of course they're gonna get the oh, head. Oh, I'm God talker, the head prophet, to go talk to the people like yo, just tell them chill out. But those people are on the certain payroll, you know. That's so a fact. It is what it is. That is what it is. My man said, give Haitians back their working visas. Wow, I didn't even know, yo, it's crazy out here, but we need to stick together. 
We need to build each other. We need to empower one another and everything like that. I don't know if there's any last thought because it's eight forty two. You feel me? We said eight thirty. Last thought, and I close. Everybody's talking. It's talking about nigga, nigga, nigga. The word came from niggas, N-E-G-U-S, which wow. means king, which means ruler, which means high one. Google that word, niggas, N-E-G-U-S. Wow. Because that's where that word came from in our culture. When I say our culture, I mean Africa. There's also a place in Africa called Niger, N-I-G-A. Not said, 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 said it best. Somehow Niger became nigga and things got ugly. Wow. So, so like, basically... I say that to say this, don't ever lose the realization of self. You only lose yourself when someone else starts to tell you who you are. It's a fact. Remember who you are. Do research on your history. Read your Bible, read your Quran, learn to learn your dictionary, learn your <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that, that you're not gonna learn in school because they're teaching a certain kind of history. There's twelve there's twelve months in the year, but we only get one month in February. So mm. you do the math. You know? A lot of us a library card is free, you know? Just pick up a library book, the internet, quick information, go on YouTube. Because I want to read, man. If you don't want to read, then watch the video, but educate yourself. Stop watching five-minute clips of some girl shaking her booty. Stop watching things that don't better you. That's a fact. Don't put money in your pocket. Stop worrying about other people's business and just level up, you know? The year is 2018. We're still in January. You got plenty of time to make your life better. Stop worrying about other people and do better. Stay blessed up. Stay prayed up and just... Be true to yourself, take care of your family, and wow. respect yourself and those around you. Did Dave say something just like, oh, my man said, I'm going to need a sweater if I come. How much is a sweater, um, Ricard? $60. Yo, $60, bro. So, so belly up, bro. Belly up, bro, and stop <laughs> stunting on us, yo, kid. We holding you up to it, homie. You heard me, niggas? Yeah, niggas. You heard niggas means king. You heard N-E-G-U-S. It means king. So, definitely, that's, that's what's up and everything like that. Also, want to let you guys know, too, guys, donate whatever you guys can next month. We're going to be going to the city. We're going to be feeding homeless people. Put your money where your mouth is at. Give, support, and do what you can and everything like that. We got a lot of big things coming up. We just need people to give what they can and also get involved. I didn't know you was involved with with um with those businesses. Yeah, so definitely going to talk man, something like, happened. I was going to say, yeah, before you end, I was going to say, like, if you guys need more information, just hit me up. Caleb Knight, it's over here. Y'all can talk to me. Really, though, it's really just about hard work. You know, it's really about... You think about it for real. In your twenties, like all my mentors, most if not all of my mentors, are in the late twenties and they haven't been working for five, seven years because they're financially stable through the business they're doing. So I'm glad to be part of it. BWW, my mentor is great, you know, and I really I would like for you guys to meet them to see if you guys are interested. So hit me up. Oh, definitely. Shout out, shout. And shout out to the Franco Haitian Youth Federation. We're having the consecration ceremony this Saturday. I oh, my man is preaching. Ricard, you know what's preaching? Five o'clock. Shout out. And I won't let my platform go to waste. You know, I always speak my mind. I always speak my truths. I always try to motivate. I'm definitely coming out. Definitely. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting everything that we're doing. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting me and praying for us and helping us to get through the difficult times because it's not always, you know, peaches and roses. There are difficult times and hardships, but... We put our faith in God and, and everything just to His glory. Definitely, definitely. So we thank everybody who's been watching. Like I said, come out this Saturday, 5 o'clock. My man is preaching. Let's get it. You understand? And also, too, don't forget next month. Let's make it happen. Let's make a difference. So we close out with a prayer. Who would like to pray? Um, I pray. Father God, I thank you for your gracious love and your mercy. Order our steps. Bless those who have been watching. Keep us in a sound mind. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. So we thank you all for watching, and we see you next week. Stefan, you're going to close out for us and just, no, log off. <laughs> and we see you guys next week at the same time, 730 on The Real Word. Thank you. Deuces.